Welcome back. Welcome back. We got to write some actual what? like <laughs> intro music or something because I feel like there's a lot of work uh, for you each, mm-hmm. each week. It is. It's uh, very difficult for me. It's emotionally taxing. It's spiritually draining. It's physically exhausting. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, not how you ask. Yeah, that's about how I've been too. It's yeah. sexually pleasing. Um, oh. <laughs> Well, not less of that, I guess. But anyway, hey, that's great. Uh, how are you? What did we miss this week? What did we miss this week? Um, I, I've been swiping on Tinder like it's a part-time job, baby. Hey. That's what I've been up to. So you're ready to get, uh, I guess, in other terms, uh, your beak wet? <laughs> the term we've used on this show before. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna say that on my Tinder profile because I will not get any uh, any swipes. I, no. I don't know. No, no, no. You don't know. You've been out of the game too long, You're buddy. Right. I've been you've out, been of, the out of the game too long. Okay. Okay. Um, but you have been, you've been active. You've oh, been... I've been, I, when I say I've been doing it like it's a part-time job, I'm not fucking kidding. Because it's a numbers game. It's all a numbers right. game. Um, And I, I feel like this time I'm going into it with the right mindset. Like, I'm just here. I'm here for a good time, not a long time. Mm-hmm. People are so fucking weird, and I just, I just, I'm in it for like the stories at this point. Like, I just, yeah. I'm excited. So you're in it for the experience. It, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Like I think, um, I just like I don't. I think I had a realization that like I don't know any of these people, and most of them I probably never meet. So I might as well just be batshit insane in the messages. <laughs> <laughs> and just have a good time for me and that's been going really well so um good i would think if anything you'll stand out at, at least you know uh, so uh you know if me talking to other people has been any indication i would agree with that i think that most people think they're the main character but i really do feel like the main character most when i'm on tinder <laughs> <laughs> wow i uh huh so it's interesting. That's like your when you are your most self. Uh, you are. No, I wouldn't. No, no, no. I wouldn't say my most true self. Uh, sure, I, sure, I would sure. just say that like I am so much more interesting and funny than everyone else. That is okay. Okay. Well, man, makes me wish I I could meet Tinder Sarah and just hey. Like, have a conversation with that person hey you i feel like you pretty much get her on this podcast i feel like she's pretty pretty similar to who she is on this podcast um hell yeah yeah it's a good time i'm i'm lining up dates it's as i said it's a numbers game so i'm like i'm lining up dates i'm like let's do some numbers let's get this shit on the road okay Um, yeah so that's exciting got some coming up this weekend so we'll see how it goes when you say when you say dates, like in, in like in person. person, like not like. Wow. I think I would rather gouge my eyes out than go on a Zoom date. <laughs> yeah, no, a Zoom date feels probably like another work meeting. Only it's with someone you don't know, and maybe there's a chance you might do it at some point. Like, and they're not paying me. And they're not paying you. You're doing it pro bono. Yeah, uh, pro boner. Yes. Pro bono in hopes of getting bonoed. So. Oh. Yeah. Not. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. no bone. Maybe. Yeah. No bone. Uh, yeah, well, wow. So, huh. I feel like we've been doing so much of this podcast from the safety of our homes mm-hmm. and in our little bubbles. And, mm-hmm. and uh, now you're about to break the bubble, get that beak wet. And I mean, I'm vaxxed, baby. I'm vaxxed. I'm vaxxed, ready to baby. party. I, I think that that is a big part of it is we've all been in our little bubbles. And like, I think the Leo in me loves to meet strangers and just mm-hmm. like. They like the chat. The Leo in me likes the challenge of like making someone like me, whether or not I like them, if that makes sense. Sure. Um, sure. And so I think Leo season is approacheth. Uh huh. And that's the mood that sh- that's happening. So plans okay. are all aligning. I'll keep you updated. Yes, please. Maybe not too updated, but <laughs> well, I'll keep yeah. you updated. There's definitely a, a line. Uh, <laughs> but. <laughs> Well, we don't need everything. We yeah. don't need everything. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. But as much as you're willing to share, I was saying more, less on the sexually explicit side, more on sure, the, sure, 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 more sure. on the, you know, I'm not looking for a life partner. But if I was to end up like dating somebody from one of these meets, how awkward it would be if I like talk shit about them on the podcast and then was like, oh great, this is love. 
I think that would be an amazing, like, <laughs> second app experience for your relationship. Yeah. Uh, I think, <laughs> we want to give the listeners really the, the juicy stuff, the tip, the, I mean, we all love celebrity couples, right? Like, imagine yes. if you could, like, f- if your favorite celebrity couple also had a, one of them had, no, each of them had a podcast where each just talk about the other person <laughs> and say all the stuff they don't say to each other. Oh, man. How do we make this happen? How do we monetize this? Wow. Uh, okay. Whoa. Sorry. All right. Sorry. You just, I just saw a monocle just appeared uh, on your eye and a top oh hat appeared on top of your head. Oh, shit. You turned oh, into the Monopoly man suddenly. That's, I am. I don't know what ha- I don't know what got into me. I think I'm just. I don't know. Also, to be spot. to be that guy, most celebrities do have podcasts, which I think is unfair. If I'm being honest, unfair. you know what? I, Let's call him out. Leave it for the plebs. Leave podcasts for the plebs. It's you true. have your movies and your TV shows. Yeah, get let us have the podcasts. You know, like and that not. I think that people that are celebrities because of because of podcasts, that's fine. But if, if they you, earned it, yeah. that's fine. Yeah, but. When you're a celebrity and you just instantly drop a podcast and immediately receive, you know, uh, 500,000 subscribers overnight because you are who you are, that's, you're not, you're not really worth it. Doesn't feel fair. Doesn't feel right. Doesn't, doesn't feel right. Doesn't feel right. Uh, But as we've learned, the world's an unfair place. So perhaps we should stop expecting fairness from an unfair system. How are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, uh, I'm good. Honestly, yeah, I, I really don't. No, did I have anything as interesting as as that? I watched uh, Bo Burnham's new special. Oh, I did too. I did too. Uh, yeah. We're not what your, a what were your thoughts? we're not a movie we're review podcast a, <laughs> or a comedy special review podcast. Although you do say movie, and this did in parts feel like more of a movie. Uh, his stand-up special, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I I thought it was fine. I don't. I've heard a lot of people be like, it was genius, and I was like. He is extremely talented. There is no denying that. Incredibly talented. Well made. Well made. Beautifully, beautifully shot. One of my friends who recommended I watch it um, had the really, because I was talking to her about it, and I was like, yeah, like, the subject matter was fine. I didn't didn't think he was saying anything I hadn't heard before, like, had a new perspective that excited me. But she brought up the point that, like, technically it was beautifully done, and I I totally agreed, because it was one guy in a room it's incredibly impressive what yeah. he was able to do on his own. Yeah. Like shooting it, editing it, putting it all together. You forget he's directed a feature film or a couple things yeah. also. So like, yeah, he's absolutely beautifully done. Talented. And I will say the bit where he's like threatening the audience with a knife and asking them <laughs> to like watch his content. I did yeah. laugh hysterically at that and think that that was like, that was like, that's my niche. That's what I like comedy to be. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that tickled my, my itch. Um, um, <laughs> but other than that, yeah, I thought the technical stuff was really enjoyable and I, I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah. It's kind of like a weird uh, space. It's, it's not really funny. haha Most of the time, no, I would say, no. but it is, I think, incredibly vulnerable and, and kind of what I would want more comedy to be. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've definitely grown tired of just uh, this comedian with a microphone standing on stage. Like, I don't know. I don't really, I don't really crave that anymore. Just like traditional stand-up. Yeah. And Bo's is definitely not your traditional stand-up. But like, I was rewatching some of his older specials too, and like the amount of, I don't know. I feel like he's someone who really <laughs> regrets the things that made him popular. And I honestly would have hated to come up in the time that he came uh, up because it was literally it was like the early aughts. Like that was when mm-hmm. the Internet was the Wild West. And oh, yeah, uh, we were all growing up and making mistakes. And I feel like we've talked about this before of oh, like, sure. thank God there was not like TikTok in my day because I would have made some yeah. probably offensive and embarrassing things because I was we were children. So yeah. like. You know, oh my God. I he does address that in the in the um, mm-hmm. in the special. I thought that was really interesting because uh, yeah, yeah. I remember watching him in those days, like uh, at parties and stuff, and mm-hmm. and you know, I look back and it's like, yeah, a lot of that stuff probably no one should be able to get away with now if they yeah. did it now. That they'd be yeah, it'd be bad. Cancel, uh, cancel cultural, cancel, cancel cultural. Um, <laughs> 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 uh, but you know, I, I think he's someone who. 
seems like he's always strived to just be better than his last thing. And also, I don't think he really even likes the whole setup of being a performer, but he likes performing. And yeah, I don't know. It's a very artistic thing. Like, I, there's, it feels like a time capsule. It feels like there hasn't been that many, like, there's been a lot of, like, quarantine content and pandemic-related content. Mm-hmm. Uh but this one feels like the one I want to survive. Like if we're going to put anything in a time capsule of this time content wise and, and put that out there, it's going to be, uh, well, it's obviously it's going to be Gal Gadot and Kristen Wiig's Imagine oh, video. That, please. Yes. And, and I think this, this stand up special, I feel like it really oh. is a very <laughs> synthesized version of everything we've been feeling in like an hour and a half. I would also like to submit the Vanessa Hudgens Instagram story video where she goes, people are going to die, but why should I have to stay inside? <laughs> yes. That, I think those I would three, like to submit that. Yes. In, in that order. <laughs> <laughs> a real shit sandwich. Yeah. A real. Yeah. Where the bread cool. is, is the shit. Um, to be clear. Well, yeah, you're right. Because when you, when it's a ham sandwich, the ham's in the, the, hands the in the middle. middle. The ham isn't the outside. Although, what a fun prank to play if you own a restaurant. <laughs> put, the, <laughs> put the ham on the outside and the bread on the inside. Welcome to Denny's. We do things a little differently. Let's start the show. <laughs> you caught my eye in the grocery line. For listener, here's to hoping Jeff Bezos blows up on a rocket. It's time for another Craigsistential Crisis, the show where we take the misconnection section into new directions. I'm Talon Bigelow. And I'm Sarah Thompson, and welcome to the show. Welcome, welcome. Uh, if you haven't heard the show before, let us tell you a little about it. So basically, misconnections exist on this website called Craigslist.org. Pretty sure it's .org. I think it's I always have to. I'm pretty sure it's .com. Um... But we can neither confirm nor deny. All I know is they got an app called Craigslist, and I hit that when I want to read misconnections. You're still using a, a web address? It is a dot okay, org. Boomer. It is a dot oh! org. Oh! Oh! <laughs> anyway, doesn't matter because I use the app. Okay. <laughs> so the misconnections section, uh, that's that's a part of it. You'll get it. You'll go to Craigslist, and then you'll go to community, and then you'll go to misconnections, and there you will find a lot of messages. Usually written by people who are hoping to reconnect with someone they had a, a passing glance at, or <laughs> Sarah just, I don't know what you, Sarah just was, I don't know, was, gesticulating was, so hard you lost your glasses. I was doing an interpretive dance to the words you were saying to keep myself uh, entertained, and I knocked my own glasses off. Yeah, this is how, <laughs> this is how boring I am, no, I guess. No, uh, I'm just fidgety, you know it. Oh, hey. That's fine. Me too. Uh, but anyway, yeah, people hope to reconnect with someone they they had a passing glance at or, or just crossed paths with someone. They didn't get their contact info. They have no other way to reach out except for misconnections. And they go here in hopes of 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 just of just uh, getting their beak wet, passing spark, getting their beak wet. That's normally how it's supposed to go. A lot of the times it's a lot of different things and we sift through them. We cherry pick the best ones and then we provide them for each other to cold read for you, the listener. Don't you feel included in this experience? We hope so. Curated. Curated. Um, and crafted misconnections. Do you yes. want to start uh, with one questions. of mine? <laughs> Ooh, yeah. You know what? I think I do. Sorry. That's a good... Take- Take questions from the audience first. My yes, bad. So <laughs> hold, hold your questions to the end. Should we do and, like a uh, Dora the Explorer ask where we're like, what do you think? No, oh, yeah. No. Ah, you had to give them time to answer. Well, I, I, you were asking if we should, and I agree, yes. So now we do it. What do you think? 
Oh, that's a good opinion. Wow, nice. Yeah, good point. Good one. Wow, thank you. Wow. Oh, man, you're like, you're like so cool. You're so insightful. Ah, tattoo Estacada Hadi. Safeway Malala. You forgot your heavy bag came back. It was hard not to stare, but I like rock-solid asses. Thanks for being so pleasant on the eyes. Those two new tats are hot. All right. I have a question. Are you a fan of a rock-solid ass? Um, <laughs> well, when I think of rock-solid, no, not at all. <laughs> I, 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 uh, I, I might use the phrase rock-solid to describe something that's like, you know... Solid. Like, a, I don't know, a good. Like, good, yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. Like, this is a good, this is a solid sandwich. Yeah. I, I don't know that I'd say rock solid. I think I'd just say solid. Yeah. I, I might like a, a solid ass. Rock solid really specifies, <laughs> like, a that, the, that the solidness is, is a, yes, a matter of toughness, yes. of, <laughs> of stability. Yes. Um, so, do you like statue butts? If you like statue butts, then I think this, this, yeah, you're, then you might like a rock solid ass. You might like a rock solid ass. You might enjoy. Here, you should try a rock solid ass. Um, yeah, I, <laughs> I do think that um, that is a very interesting way of putting it. I would also say mm. that I don't like a rock solid ass. I think that a butt should have a little bit of give, just pers- personally. Yeah, I mean, there, there is a a body part that I think a lot of people might at times describe as rock solid. Sorry, where are we like going with this? Butt. I feel like it's just not a butt. I what mean, is you, it? The nipples, Sarah. Obviously, it's the nipples. <laughs> wait, wait. Are you talking about penis? Yeah, I'm talking about penis. Oh, okay. So I was imagining like abs. I think that people are like rock abs. Rock uh, abs. Yeah, that too. I I guess if that's your thing. I mean, rock solid abs. Yeah, I. You chiseled. do whatever you want with your abs. I don't. I really Again, don't care. We use the term like chiseled as uh, that. Describe mm. someone who's very like lean and very muscular, and I feel like that's that. There's there's no yeah hit them and like a rock that doesn't really like do anything. There's no give. That's what rock solid or chiseled would mean to me. These seem like they're a part of the same vernacular. Yeah. When did um, we when did we give stonemasons you know free reign over our sexuality? That's my question. When do we decide they should have all the terms? Yeah. Yeah. You know who it should be? Tell me. TSA agents. No. They probably have the proper... Deni- <laughs> no? You don't think? I don't think Okay. So. I was just trying a dangerous, something. I don't know. A dangerous package? Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> uh, oh, that was yeah. such a bad joke. Yeah. I should be I mean, taken out back. Um, Listen, we improvise a lot. We didn't write this down. We're doing pretty good for just making it up off the top of our heads. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um... Yeah, could you All tell right. us not scripted? Shocking. Um, anyways, yeah, rock shocking. solid ass. Um, I also don't know how they knew, knew it was two new tattoos unless they were a repeat customer of this rock solid ass. But oh. maybe they were wearing saran wrap on their legs. That's true. Maybe it was still, you know, wrapped up, waterproof. Yeah. And I was imagining, yeah. I don't know why, but I was imagining probably because the ass was mentioned earlier that it was like, you know that tattoo that a lot of people get that's like two bows on the back of your thighs? Uh-huh. That's what I was imagining. <laughs> Why? What does that even uh, signify? Does it? Does it mean anything? Um, I mean, I think it's just like uh, these could be stockings, but they're my legs. Ah, <laughs> uh, I see. It's an illusion. It's an illusion. It's like when people get eyebrows tattooed onto their head. Yes, even though we already have them. Yeah. Just a fun fact. Yeah. All right, I'll just go ahead and take fact. one of yours here. <clears throat> hey, take it. Take it away. Bad day. Because you had a bad day. You're taking one down. You sing a sad song just to turn it around. You say you don't know. You tell me, don't lie. You work at a smile and you go for a ride. You had a bad day. The camera, don't lie. You're coming back down and you really don't mind. You had a bad day. You had a bad day. (laughs) Thank you for making me read the lyrics to James Blunt's Bad Day. (laughs) I... I could have skipped it, but I felt like <laughs> I have not really seen someone just post lyrics, a full verse of a of a known <laughs> song, and that's it. No uh, more needed. That's it. <laughs> Moses Lake is feeling some sort of way, and that's the way they're feeling. They're just like, I'm really into this James Blunt song right now. <laughs> is it James Blunt? Is that no? You're beautiful as James Blunt. I don't know you're who this then. is. Bad, is that was it? Train? I don't know. Who, you had I, a bad. Was day. it Train? 
Well, this is embarrassing. Someone you should knows. have done a little research. Uh, <laughs> what if I just didn't know this was a song at all? What if I was just It's like, Daniel what Powder. A beautiful poem. Daniel Powder. Daniel Powder. Daniel Powder. Sorry, Daniel Powder. Sorry we mixed you up for Train on James Blunt. <laughs> Those are both horrible, offensive slurs, and we're so sorry. Um, Daniel Powder. So, do you think this person had a bad day, or do you think they just like the song a lot? <laughs> I don't know. I, I will say that I think um, I didn't actually know the real lyrics to some of the parts of this song, so... Yeah, you know, it's one of those moments where you like think you know a song really well and then you realize you've been just singing the wrong lyrics all along. So that was nice. Um, I'll say that. Yeah. Um, Something not a song I ever cared enough about to uh, to Google the lyrics. Yeah, it's it's one of those songs that I don't think anyone ever really listened to on purpose. It just kind of got absorbed. And I'll tell you why. Uh, mm-hmm. Songfacts.com, when I Googled Bad Day... Uh, this song became a hit when the singing competition show American Idol started using it as a theme for the goodbye video for the departing contestants who were voted off the show on the fifth wow. season. So that's why everyone knew it. I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. That. I mean, I definitely was trying to think if Daniel Powder was a one-hit wonder or not, and I think he might. He of, is. I would go ahead and be. say he definitely is. I'm looking at the Spotify numbers. Bad day. Looks like uh, 363 million plays. Second song most played at 29 million. Bad Day Acoustic. <laughs> and next after that from the same album as Bad Day is a song called Free Loop with only 6 million plays. Mm. So, so 6 million is still pretty good. I, if, if 6 million people listen to this podcast, that'd be a great success. And Daniel, <laughs> you should be proud. And please, you no know one's sad. Hey, it's like Daniel. he can't even listen to this song <laughs> if he's having a bad day. He can't even enjoy his own. the comfort of mm. his own melancholy lyrics. And Daniel, if you want to do a shout out for us, we're not going to say no to your six thousand, six million. Excuse me, six million listeners. So, I'm just saying that <laughs> door is still open, Daniel Powder. If you would like to call out, call out to us. I also um, right under the results um, of song facts. There's also. Mm. What to do if you had a really bad day, says Google oh. questions. Um, number one is make a gratitude list. Number two is write in a journal. Number three is meditate. Number four, do child's pose. <laughs> uh, yeah. And number five is try positive self-talk. Hey, I thought you were going to say try pot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sometimes that only makes you sadder. Just be careful. <laughs> oh. um, hey, let's try number five. Colin, say one good thing. Say one positive thing about yourself on air to us and oh. the listeners. Uh, you know what? I got a good face. I like my face. Hell yeah. Solid face. Hell yeah. Rock solid face. Rock solid face. <laughs> All right. Now you. Um, I like my hair. It's great. Every color I've seen it in oh, has been great. Thank you. I feel like you are one of those people who could probably pull off, like, most hair colors. And Thank you. Yeah. I feel like you could pull off most faces. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. So, thank you, Daniel Powder, who, by the way, is Canadian. Did you know? Oh, oh so why was he on American Idol? Oh, shit. This goes all the way to all the, the way fucking to the top. Fucking top. To be fair, uh, Simon Cowell, is he... He he's British for sure. He he's absolutely British. Okay. Um anyway. Yeah. So anyway, uh and I'm not sure about that Ryan Seacrest. Uh let's take another. <laughs> I'm saying that like uh it's a radio show, but it's it's, it's a podcast. Uh, okay, toothache. Thank you for helping me with my toothache. Nothing weird about not wanting your mirror to fog. I want to be your big spoon. Smiley emoticon. Uh, I want to... T- toothache. What does this mean? What does this mean? <laughs> exactly Nothing my we- response, Talon. Exactly my response. What does this mean? Nothing weird about not wanting... Mm-mm. Not wanting your mirror to fog. I don't understand. Like, that seems... I mean, I think we're just used to reading innuendo into everything. Absolutely. But, I mean, that does, I mean, that elicits maybe some Titanic-esque thoughts, right? Sure. Steamy. Hot breath. Sex in a dentist chair. Hot. I don't know. What? What? I don't know. There's a toothache involved. That, just oh. hang it together. Oh. 
I even think about the little mirror they stick in your mouth. <laughs> I mean, it could have been a, a co- they don't specify. No, you're right. Why wouldn't you want that mirror to fog? It probably would. It gets put in a hot mouth like twenty four seven. It's a so hot, mouths are hot. They're hot little. If holes. anything, if anything, those mirrors are probably built with some sort of anti fog properties. Like, <laughs> why don't we build all mirrors with those? <laughs> why don't we? We no one likes a mirror to fog, and they they. Why should they? Why? Why? What is what is Big Mirror trying to keep from us? Um. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yes. So, two. Th- I did think maybe like a little dental mirror and a mm. dentist situation. Mm. Um. The spoon does make it a bit of a left turn, but I do see how you're yes. you're tying the mirror to the tooth. Egg. Yeah. Yeah. I really don't. I have no idea what this means. I literally have no idea, but now I am thinking it's also tagged in the middle of the Willamette, which is always yeah. one of my favorite things. Maybe if it had been tagged in downtown, I would have been like, there's a lot of dentist's office there. I yeah. could see that being a thing, but it is in the middle of the Willamette. Um, so that makes it a little more mysterious, you know? Yeah. I just feel like at some point, I'm trying to make sense of this. The phrase by the other party yeah. was uttered and it was like, I'm... I'm sorry, I just, I don't want my mirror to fog. Is that weird? Like, that's what was said. <laughs> I'm trying to think, what is the context of that in, in any other way? Is that weird to not want my is mirror weird? to fog? Is that weird? I'm sorry. I'm sorry for being weird. I just really don't want my mirror to fog. So we can't continue oh. doing whatever we're doing. That's a great point. That is, I don't, yeah. I, I have yeah. no insights. I, I truly brought this to the table. And already, I think you have decoded it more than I have. So uh, thank you. <laughs> for that you're you're welcome but i'm still uh left in the dark and if anyone has further information about what could be going on here we'll read it again thank you for helping me with my toothache nothing weird about not wanting your mirror to fog i want to be your big spoon (laughs) fair enough fair enough all right i've got another one for you here thank you tulips need help planting tulips so this is a, this seems like a callback to me. This is why I have. Yeah, I was gonna say, have we read this one before? Last week we had a misconnection. Okay. Uh, that did read that she was a tulip expert needed, and then mm. they said, "Am organ donor." <laughs> Remember that one? Oh! <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, now I do. Yes. Thank you. Yes. We were discussing erotic flowers. You remember. <laughs> you all remember. Hey, hey, audience. Uh, you guys remember? Do you remember? What was your favorite part of that episode? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I like that part, too. That was a good bit. Good one. Uh, good one. Uh, so, yeah, this one came from a similar region. This one is from Seattle. Last one, I think, was from Redmond. Uh, both towns. and What's they're going close. on? What's going on? What's going on? Why is it getting what? closer and closer? I'm nervous. <laughs> it's coming that for is us. Some, that is a great concept for a horror movie that I haven't seen. They just keep posting on Craigslist closer and closer. That would actually be horrifying. If you like read a misconnection that you were certain was like about you, yeah. and it was like far enough, like a couple states away, yeah. whatever, you'd be like, that's probably not me. Yeah. But then it keeps coming up. It's a little, it's obviously someone like, Adding a second post, like, a little more detail each time. Yeah. You're more certain every time it's you. And it's getting slowly closer and closer to you if it never gets posted. Over the course of, like, a week, you see it on day seven. It's, like, it's in your town. That would be <laughs> horrifying. I think there was... This is, like, tickling the back of my brain. Like, I feel oh. like there was, at some point, like, a Reddit, like, a famous Reddit no-sleep story right. like that. Uh, um, huh. Possibly. But I, I can't remember any details about it. Um, anyways, hmm. uh, tulips. Again, I have to assume that it's a, like, what's your favorite flower? Is it these tulips? And then you kiss um. someone? Like, I have to assume that maybe they're, like, tulips is a, a play on words here. That's like how a child would try to ask someone All for right. a kiss okay. without trying to, like, say the well, word kiss. <laughs> telling on Tinder the people really like that stuff. So, <laughs> well... <laughs> Okay. Well, I don't know anything about Tinder, so I, I bet you're right. But uh, yeah, I just, this is either someone in desperate help of some sort of tulip expertise yes. to try and figure out how to plant their fucking tulips they don't know how to plant. Someone, please. Or, or there's something else at play here. It's more sinister. And if these are both the same person, 
That, they didn't mention that they're an organ donor here, but so that is a happened? part of it. What's happened already? Did they already donate the organs they were planning on donating? Is I, I don't I don't know. It's I don't know. I don't know. I just have horrible images in my brain of someone planting body parts in a field of tulips, and I don't know what's going on. Duh, very Edgar Allan Poe of you. I'm an organ donor, just not mine. <laughs> oh, that was so yeah. lame. All right, all right. Well, I'm gonna. You haven't heard it yet, but when I edit this, I'm gonna add like some spooky resonance <laughs> on my voice and like a thunder crash sound effect, and it's gonna be like really so cool. spooky. Yeah, if I remember to do it, which I'm pretty <laughs> sure I did, it'll be pretty cool. Uh, let me take another one. My wife left me for another man, but you helped me. I was totally lost. You were the older black man who lived across from us. My wife left me for another man. You helped me realize that I did not need her. I became your property. I miss you so much. Please take me back. I will do whatever you want. Okay, so there's no punctuation <laughs> No, no, <there>. no. <laughs> this is a rush of emotion. A hot rush of emotion. But I think I made sense of this. Okay. Yeah. I, I th- Where yeah. you paused is where I would have paused. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh... You lived across from us. My life with me for another man. You helped me realize it. Wow, this is a good neighbor. This is a really good neighbor. Uh, it, uh, it is. So here's the... Yeah, it is. But then we get the somewhat alarming phrase, I became your property. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's normal. This seems like a black snake moan role play situation. I get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's totally fine. This happens all the time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a real it, Samuel you know. L. Jackson move of everybody. Yeah, I'm sure this writer was was wicked, and I'm sure this nice neighbor was just aiming to cure them of their wickedness. Mm, That's all. Mm. So. Have you seen? I've never seen that movie. I have not seen Black Snake <laughs> Mode. <laughs> just, you seemed very knowledgeable about it, so I was just curious. I I mean, we all we all know like that line. I feel like because it's in the trailer. I don't know how many people actually went and saw. Is that a movie that appealed to anybody? I don't know. People who like seeing other people handcuffed to radiators, maybe. It was 2006. Wow. It feels like it was a century ago that that movie came out. It, I mean, it might as well have been with Christina Ricci and Justin Timberlake in starring roles. Uh, Wait, what? uh, Justin Timberlake was in that? Yeah, you know what? That's a thing I'm only just realizing now for the first time also, is that Justin (laughs) Timberlake is third build in this movie. Uh, That was Samuel L. Jackson, right? Yes, Yes, Christina Ricci and Samuel L. Jackson are the main leads. Then you got JT. I'm showing you a picture on our video call just to place oh, him mentally in time okay. for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, still, like, I think this is, like, when he was doing a bunch of acting at the time when we were all like, you need to be making music. Why are you making more music? And then mm. he started making music. And it was, like, fine for, like, a year. And then he kept making music. And it was like, you need to, you need to stop making music. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is, it does have a 6.9 out of 10 on Rotten Tomatoes, though. I mean, I think it did it get nominated for some things like I don't know. It seems very I I never knew the plot of it and I just read the plot and it just seems like a it's dangerous. <laughs> they're really they're treading some lines. <laughs> Oof. Well, I'm reading not the plot description. Oh, but I'm reading the parent guide on IMDb. And first of all, it has a lot of high marks, <laughs> which is not good for the parents' guide. Sex and nudity, severe. Violence and gore, moderate. Profanity, severe. Alcohol, drugs, and smoking, severe. Frightening and intense scenes, moderate. So at me, 2006, I don't know if this would have been my kind of movie, but when uh, you were in the, you were in the eighth grade, uh, high school, first first sure. year of high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, seventh, eighth. Yeah. See, I always have it easy because. 2006 i was in sixth grade oh that's really nice that's really nice because they don't really teach you a way to like accurately relay this information they really should (laughs) there needs to be some sort of schooling metric system it's like k starts at four and then it becomes one and that starts at six and you know it's bad it's bad anyway uh uh, (laughs) oh i'm reading this that's just the parent guide descriptions Lot, ooh, that that's just exclusively the sex and nudity part. Oh, that's fine. Uh, ooh, one character threatens others with a gun. Oof. Yeesh. Don't love it. Yeesh. 
50 uses of fuck. That's a lot, I feel like. Maybe not. Well, in but PG, that's pretty high for most movies. In PG-13, you get one fuck. I know that well, much. Yes, um, this must be R. Yes, it's the, R. Yeah, yeah. Anyways. Um, anyway. How did uh, we get here? I have no idea I felt how we like got this, here. This, this neighborhood black man oh, made this person their you. property to help their wife. <laughs> uh, to help you. this guy get over the life that left him. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot in here, for sure. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, I just... Yeah, I just, it was a fascinating power play, um, power dynamic yeah. shifting. I just think that the director of Black Snake Moan has their sequel, is what I'm there saying. There it is. It's on Craigslist. What would you call that sequel? Home and get it. Black Snake Moan 2. Uh, elderly Black my, Neighbor. <laughs> elderly Black Neighbor. Uh, I guess the they said years. older, not elderly. For some reason, I was they, imagining an old man, but I they just said older, not elderly, I should say. You know, it's probably some weird uh, osmosis, because I had an elderly black neighbor for some time. You if did. If you, listeners, if you remember. <laughs> uh, you did. I had a neighbor who I would describe as elderly and black. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there you go. There you go. So... There, yep. All right. I mean, hey, <laughs> guy, as long as it works for you, great. great. I'm happy for you. Congrats. I hope you connect with this neighbor of yours and, and continue. Whatever power whatever. play you got going on here. Whatever, whatever you got. And hey, kudos for the black man to making a, a, a white Presumably, yeah, a white Presumably, man's property. I, because he's describing his neighbor as a black man, I'm assuming this dude's hey. at least not black. Yeah. Probably white. Pro- <laughs> yeah. Let's be honest. Let's be honest here. Let's be honest. Uh, I'm glad you just congratulated him. Good, good job, man. Hey, hey. Props. All right, all right. <clears throat> just a reminder. Nobody attractive has ever posted on here, and nobody attractive reads these. So if you're looking for someone ugly, or think someone ugly is looking for you, then this is the spot. Oof, right? Excuse Excuse me. <laughs> Somebody sounds a little bitter that they didn't find the love of their life on the misconnection section. They're taking out on everybody else. That's exactly exactly what I'm thinking. Because uh, I'm before looking, we move too far. I'm looking at two attractive people who read Craigslist. Absolutely. And they should be so lucky to end up with one of That's us. That's right. Uh, sorry, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say, why don't you go ahead and read the next one? Oh my god! Regarding your quote-unquote reminder. So thoughtful of you to share your own thoughts, but my experience has been different. I have personally met three great-looking guys via Craigslist, so know they're out there, smiley face. Perhaps you're like me and just have yet to meet your person. Beauty's the eye of the beholder, right? Mortal person than the physical, grinning emoji. What a pleasant response. <laughs> <laughs> What a just um, a mercilessly perky response. Wow. Yeah. Incredible. Also, what a great track record, I think. Like meeting three. Three. And they're not dead yet. Yeah. They met yeah. three guys on Craigslist and they didn't get murdered. Oh, my God. Yeah. You should buy a I lottery mean, ticket. <laughs> they should because this is definitely some sort of statistical uh, anomaly. anomaly. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, good for this person. Uh, yeah, I think they're saying what we're all thinking. This this first writer mm-hmm. couldn't be more wrong. Mm-mm. Everyone's on here. Everybody's on this Everybody's app. on Craigslist. Well, I was just thinking to myself, um, you know, mid-tindering, I was like, I wish the people on Tinder were half as interesting as the people on Craigslist. People on Craigslist are fascinating. And I could say so much about what they've written. Like, my, yeah. main, my main thing on Tinder, because I'm always the first person to message, it's just mm-hmm. I am... No, everyone's too baby to message, so I'll, I'll do it. But it's really hard to message somebody when they don't have shit to comment on. When they're like, yeah. I like to travel. I like to work out. I'm like, that's not a personality. I need like a fact about you we can talk about. Right. You know? Um, and everyone on Christmas... What's your favorite workout while you travel? Yeah. <laughs> Are you working out your arms so you can f- fly to wherever you're going? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, that's a good opening line. Thank you. Thank you. I worked on it. I really, I'm trying to, what is that called? Focus group it right now. Um, kind of workshop it. Hey, listener, what do you think of that pickup line? Oh. Oh, okay. I'll take that yeah, into that, consideration. Thank you. A very thoughtful critique. Okay. Wow. 
I do have to say. Yeah. Do you? <laughs> I used to babysit kids, and we would watch Dora the Explorer, and it's actually very uh-huh. satisfying when you answer them out loud, and then they like respond. Yeah. It does feel good. You know what? More TV shows and movies should do that. <laughs> it feels good. It feels validating. <laughs> I love, you know, I'm someone who, when I watch something, I, I tend to really get into it. Yeah. I, I think I'm pretty good about shutting my brain off mm-hmm. and just letting the story kind of happen to me. Yeah. I try not to get too ahead of it. I try to just watch Be, it. Yeah. And as into something as I could get, if the main character were then to suddenly, like, 45 minutes into the movie, like, ask me what I think... <laughs> I would love every movie that did that with like my whole heart. Like that's fun. No matter what it is, I could be watching Mamma Mia, and if at some point in like the second act, Meryl Streep was like, "I don't know, what do you think I should do?" <laughs> I'm sorry. Why did you use Mamma Mia? That movie is flawless as it is. Exactly why I mentioned it okay. because it could only get mm-hmm. better. All right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's something people usually say about bad things, but it's fine. <laughs> it could only listen, get better. I, <laughs> I don't know if I said it on the podcast, but I definitely told people I did watch Mamma Mia for the first time during this quarantine. And I think it was absolutely fucking great. It's but not <laughs> it's such a good movie. I yeah. We're not I, a movie honestly, podcast. We're not a movie podcast, but I did not go into it thinking I would have a joyful experience. But mm. honestly, it's pretty fucking fun. It's and so solid. Good. And they make good, great song choices. Obviously, I mean, obviously, it's it's just Abba. Yeah, you can't go wrong. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I think it's great that I haven't seen the second one yet, so I'm very much looking forward to it. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, uh, lessen your expectations a little bit for the second one. <laughs> I will not. Great. Because I will not. <laughs> um. <laughs> um, but yeah, what a great, what a great post. Number one, fantastic, flawless post. Obsessed with it. Nobody attractive has ever posted on here, and nobody attractive <laughs> reads these. Love it. And then, very bold statement. Very bold statement. Obsessed with it. And then what a great rebuttal. That's just so, so sweet. Some yeah. people just have all the patience in the world, and, and <laughs> there's none re- left for the rest of us, but that's okay. That's fine. We need these people to balance out the rest of us. Th- also, truly. can we just, like, can we just normalize <laughs> not stating your opinions as fact because you know <laughs> that happens a lot and it should just no, not be allowed i think we should always think our opinions are fact i disagree but mm. hey i guess that is your opinion okay this is, this is mine. and it's yours um, so you can't say i'm wrong because we're not stating opinions as fact i can't say you're wrong but mm-hmm. i can very much feel differently than all right all right, uh, I'll take uh, I'll take the next one here. Noel Summer Camp, twelve. We attended a summer camp together back in the summer of twenty twelve. We attended different locations, but each of our sections would meet up for shared activities around the city throughout the week, i.e., parking activity. Oh, sorry, park activities. <laughs> they taught the kids how to parallel park. You know, parking games, like <laughs> capture the flag, but you do it while parking. Park activities, bowling, or swimming. I had a crush on you, but was too shy to admit it, even though I couldn't hide it. And at the time, you didn't have any social media, so we never kept in touch. I'm just curious as to how you've been since, and if you remember those times and our friends we both had. My name starts with an F. You and I are both currently in our 20s. I rarely forget names or faces, and... Thinking about those times always makes me so nostalgic. I just love this misconnection. I love it so much. I think one of the reasons I love it is because they're using exactly what it's meant for. Yes, points. Absolutely, points. Um, and also, isn't this every teen like going to summer camp's dream? Is that they'll have like a long lost love from summer camp? Did you have a yeah. long lost love at band camp? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Who said I went to band camp? Okay, you went to band camp. I can smell I, it all over you. <laughs> I did not go to an overnight band camp. We did uh, have like uh, a uh, training week that took place for a week, and we got dropped off and part of the that's day. That's what day camp is, baby. Hours. That's no, what summer camp, camp is. Not a yes. camp. No, a, a proper summer camp. The one where you really get to forge those relationships is an overnight. You're away from home. No parents. Anything goes. You went to band camp. I did not go to band camp. 
I think to, for it to qualify as camp, you really, you really got to stay in one place. I think. I think. Okay, I think that many summer camps would disagree with you, but that's fine. Sure, sure, but I think we can agree that uh, one uh, a camp where you do stay put in one place is more camp like. Oh my god! Okay, well, and 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 I will say the only thing this thing I did. <laughs> <laughs> was just with kids in my music class, right? So it's not like I was, like, there to meet new people. I knew all these motherfuckers already. Oh, my so, God. <laughs> yeah, they were motherfuckers. I said it. You know who you are. You know what you did. Nobody attractive has ever been in band, and nobody attractive <laughs> ever will be. Ah, but I was in band. So, but I will say, I did go to a camp that was a Christian camp, but I went because I got invited, and I didn't fucking care about the religious aspect of any of it, but the camp itself was really cool. They had a paintball course. They had just a really, really great food set up, a lake, a really nice lake with one of those big, bouncy blob things oh, you could yes. jump on. And they It was like peak camp. That so. sounds fucking sick, and also that's how the Christians get you. That's how the Christians that's get you. Really that's how get they get you. They didn't really right. do it, though. Because while they were singing, Our God is an Awesome God, I was adding Lil John ad-libs to the verses. Yeah, and you know what? but Hillsong would be into that. The other cool kids fucking loved it. Hillsong would be into that, though. I didn't. I was already... No, I was out. I, I already knew myself well enough at that point to be like, I'm not going to fall for any of this. But okay. I will play paintball. <laughs> and they had awesome merch. And I bought a hat. And it didn't have any <laughs> religious symbols on it. So we're good. Um... Did you fall in love with anyone at camp? Uh, at that particular camp. You know, I think I, I did have, like, mm-hmm. those little camp crushes. And I don't the think they were Romance is in the air. Romance is yeah. in the air at camp. Yeah. You know, it is it is a bit just uncharted territory, you know, when you're, like, when there's other kids your age and you, especially if you don't know them already, mm-hmm. you, like, meet, like, someone your age who you think is kind of cute and like kind of cool and you only get to see them when you're like at the same table eating a meal or even better or worse depending on how you look at it at different tables Whoa. and you get those awkward glances Ooh, glances from glances. across the room mm. glances uh <laughs> it's a christian a christian glance i can't say any of the letters okay so <laughs> but yes i think there is something that happens to kids <laughs> where at summer they camp, just yeah. They, you pick a person, and you're just like, "This is it. This is it. This, I'm, <laughs> this is it." <laughs> this Did is you like, have that experience? Um, so I, I didn't. I, I didn't. I never went to sleepaway camp, um, mm-hmm. if that's what we're calling camp. Apparently, sure. I guess so. Um, I did go to summer camp, uh, a couple years, and it was like a swim camp, which was cool. Um, but the main memory I have is I went to golf camp. <laughs> Um, oh, yeah. And I was, I think I've told you this off pod. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure it was off pod. Um, I'm pretty sure. I forget. We forget. All of our conversations on this podcast are really similar to our pod- <laughs> conversations in real life. So I forget a lot of what's been said on yeah. here and not. But uh, okay, yeah, I went to, I went to golf camp and I, uh, I was the only girl there. So you'd think I'd be a hot commodity, but I wasn't <laughs> lads. I, I wore, wow. I wore pants up. To my little prepubescent breasts, very high waisted, <laughs> pa- oh, little wow. pants and little cardigans. I was a chubby wow. little child with very high bangs. Um, and you know, she always hoped she always hoped she'd fall in love with someone at, at summer camp. It just never happened for me, you know. But obviously, not bitter about it. Obviously, <laughs> obviously, is that the uh, your bio line on Tinder? It's like I, I, I wish I'd fall in love with someone at golf camp. <laughs> I never fell in love with someone. I wouldn't at have camp to be before. here if I had fallen in love with someone at golf camp. <laughs> uh, and uh, you know what? I feel like those experiences are like better in our heads for sure. Oh, like, absolutely. But I think some people did have them. You know. Mm-hmm. You know. I just feel like sometimes I'm like, damn. I wish I had had that quintessential experience. Right, summer love. You get it. But even then, like, it would not be better to follow that up and like see where it goes it would be a better experience if you just ended when camp ends that's the magic of summer camp Mm. it just when it's over it's It's over just like to go back next year well in camp rock and camp rock too uh shane and whatever demi lovato's character's name is they stay in touch all year 
So yeah. it can happen. Even if one of uh, you is an international rock star. Okay. <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> okay, Brock. Good movies. Uh, I saw this misconnection and I saw another misconnection <gasps> that was very similar that I, oh. I provided for you if you want to read it. Just continue this summer camp Enticing. love train. I think this is the theme. This is it. This is it. Emily, somewhere about 15 years ago. I believe your name is Emily. We spent our summer together, third grade, I believe, at a Christian camp, and we developed a small crush on each other. I never got to learn more about you since we were both youngins at the time and didn't have a way to keep in touch. I remember we held hands while watching a movie and would go out together with our class to enjoy the hot summer. You may not remember me at all, but you gave me the confidence to make friends and express my feelings. You were the first girl to ever tell me that they liked me, and I just wanted to express that I still remember you to this day, and I cherish that memory. Thank you for being so sweet. I hope life has been treating you well. <laughs> yeah. That was so cute. That it's, was precious. It's very cute. I remember third grade and like, <laughs> I just, oh man, being that age. <laughs> and, oh my God. And having a crush. That is so um, sweet. What a, I love it. And like, this poster doesn't necessarily want anything from Emily. They're literally just right. posting it and being like, just wanted to let you know that like, I felt this way about you and thank you for doing that. Like, that is so cute. I love that. That's kind of, I think that's, uh, that's p- the peak experience. That's that's exactly as good as it can get. It's yeah, a, we had a great time at camp. We held hands. It was reciprocated. It was mutual. I mean, I hope so. You're holding my hand. <laughs> I hope you weren't just doing that because you felt awkward about it. Um, but also just like I don't need to ever see you again. Mm. Thanks for the memories. Uh, hope you're well. Like yeah, mm. that's ah. We uh, love to hear it. Camp. Ah, uh, uh, camp. Well, Summer send your kids to camp so that they can have experiences like these. And these are the tame ones. A lot of the kids fuck at camp. Oh, my God. We, uh, move forward. Third graders. We were talking about third graders. I just really wanted to scare the parents. That's all. That's all I wanted to do. <laughs> um, don't worry. That didn't happen. At least it didn't happen to me. I'm not bitter about it either. <laughs> we're fine. Anyway, camp is summer's bringing up a lot of feelings. <laughs> yeah, really, though. It's Gemini <laughs> season. Watch out. Yeah, do watch out. Uh, how about how many? How many we got more? I, I've got two more, so you can read mine back to back if you like. They're both good, so oh. I don't want you to skip either of them. Okay, great. That's what we're going to do. Here we go. And then I got one more that is a doozy for you. Listener, are you excited? Mm-hmm. You should be. You said you needed to be more disciplined. We met in a dream. Or was it somewhere else? Or not at all. Or not yet. She, you, said, or you were thinking, that you wanted to explore a situation that involved a consensual power exchange, but you needed him to accept your gifts. She, you, wants to be tickled by the novelty of someone brand spanking new. She wants intensity and control to take her by the hair or her neck, You seek the excitement of a man who knows the ropes and will tell you just what to do. His control calming your active mind. And she can put the S into D's. (laughs) D-S. It's a D slash S. Or she wants just any kind of satisfying intense interaction. With a man. He. Me. Interested in being a partner in this consensual toe-curling dance. If you are that woman, we should meld these dreams. We should not miss this potential connection. Everything is negotiable. Your reply is welcome and encouraged. I just said they tried Ooh. real hard to make this fit. Uh, a misconnection. Yeah. What a misconnection should be. And you're cheating. We can all tell you're cheating, you liar. Yeah, this is not a, a misconnection is not. It is not potential. It's already happened. Right. Yeah. Like, you're, you can't fabricate a misconnection. Yeah. This is a site where the misconnection that initially starts the whole thing. Yeah. It's already happening. It's like the Big Bang. Yeah. And That is and what this guy wants. Say, wants a Big Bang. Yeah. He wants a Big Bang. But uh, no, that's not. This isn't, first of all, confusingly written. I couldn't. D's. <laughs> it's hard to follow. D's, D's what? D's nuts? Uh, D's nuts. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, she can put the S into. Um, I think in. now, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say that's D slash S Dom slash yeah. Sub. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. But like, then that begs the question: What do you even mean by you can put the <laughs> S into the? You can put the Sub in Dom Sub. That's so you just you just you just, being you a just sub. want me to you be the sub, sub to say yeah, that. Just be the Sub. Um, oh man, you can put the bacon in that. Bacon, lettuce, tomato, sandwich. Like, yeah, I can. It's my job. I'm a sandwich artist. What the fuck do you want from me? <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I didn't it. realize you were going to get so wild about this part. I just, sorry. I just, everyone's looking at me. Everyone's <laughs> looking at me. Like, I'm the big dummy. But no, this person wrote it badly. If it makes you badly feel, written. if it makes you feel any better, um... So I have this I have this exercise that I do that I recommend everyone does because it's actually helped uh-huh. me a lot um, where I have a, a group of friends and I will do something called cringe reels. Um, mm. And it's the stuff that plays in your head before you go to sleep at night. Right. Oh, of course. Uh, and of like embarrassing moments and stuff. And what we'll do is we'll like message each other our cringe reels or we'll send each other audio messages, messages of our cringe reels. And it kind wow. of exercises the demon. It's like hard to do <laughs> it because it like feels awful to tell somebody what your most embarrassing moments are. But it like helps. Yeah. Um, and uh, I have a cringe real moment that actually relates to this a little bit. Oh, shit. Um, when I was in eighth grade, we were reading The Diary of Anne Frank, the play. Hmm. And um, it was my turn to read out loud, and I had not been paying attention. So I suddenly had to tune in. And usually I read pretty fast, and I can, like, talk while I'm reading. So usually reading out loud is not a problem because I can, like, sure. read ahead. But I was, like, caught off guard. Um, As I've seen from this podcast, you were a pretty good cold reader. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. You're a pretty dang yeah. good cold reader yourself. Oh, stop. Thank you. Um, what do you think, listener? Okay, well, you didn't have to say it like that, but that's fine. Yeah, that's a little rude. But, but it, it, thank you for the, it, the constructive criticism. This show's criticism. free. This show's free. free. You, you don't know? have you, to if listen. If you don't like it, you can, you can go. Yeah, okay. Well, But, but I'd rather you do Anyways. Anyway. <laughs> so... Um, so I was reading like the one narration parts and instead of saying D-Day, I thought it was a stutter and I said D-Day and the entire class <laughs> laughed at me. So, oh, man. Um, I mock you because uh, I have an insecurity. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And God, there's no, I still, I, I'm, I'm not like bad at public speaking, but yeah, anytime you have to read in front of a group, it's like, God damn, I'm such on high alert right now. <laughs> uh, I remember a kid in my class who did kind of have a harder time like, just he kind of had a speech thing where he would like kind of breathe in the middle of, mm-hmm. of speaking a lot and you know i think that's pretty common it wasn't yeah, yeah. something really funny on its own or anything like that but he was reading the word class and he said class ass to like a oh, group no. of third graders <laughs> it was and all it over. Was over it was over it was for that over. guy i think my yeah. my problem more because i didn't have fear about the actual reading itself is i would always be like like, while I was reading out loud, like, my brain would be like, what if you just said fuck right now? Or, like, what if you said penis, like, just on accident? Like, what if you just said that? And I was like, I would be yeah. like, shut up, shut up. <laughs> that was I, I still get that now. <laughs> All the time. All the time. Uh, D's. Uh, Anyways. D's. Anyway, yes. Yes, she can put the S into D slash S. Nuts. Into D's nuts. Uh, yeah, I don't know. This isn't this isn't what this is for. This you isn't what this. it's for. If you want if you want a kinky sub, get on Tinder. Cause let me tell you, lots of people oh. are looking for that. So, oh well, I mean, if you were to give this person some real advice on how to how to make this work on Tinder, what would they need to share? How much of this could be could fit in a Tinder profile? <laughs> or do they have to downsize? Um, pick a line that works. What what is it? I have never reached the character limit on a Tinder bio, so <laughs> I don't know what it is. Um, they would probably have to shorten it. I, I bet there is a character limit. Um, but honestly, I, I think the way of saying it without words is just have no pictures with your face in it. Only pictures of your torso. That seems to be kind of the like, Oh, that's the vibe. Yeah. That's the vibe. Like that's, that's the aura that you're trying to send out, you know? I getcha. Well, there you go. Uh, you might have better luck elsewhere, but please take this garbage somewhere else. You don't gotta go home, but you can't can't stay stay here. here. All right, let's read your last one. You dropped your hot dog. We were at the Giants game on Friday 6-4 in section 139. You sat behind us, and the unforgiving San Francisco wind immediately blew your hot dog to the ground. You waited so long for that hot dog. 
after letting it sit on the ground for 30 to 45 seconds, you picked it up and ate it. I was very proud of you for going for it. It takes a special person to eat a hot dog off the ground in a non-vaccinated section of the tail end of COVID. Later, you ask for a gummy worm. Let's be friends. Uh, I love this. <laughs> this is the unhinged energy I strive for. This is it. Yes. Right here. I... Yeah, I mean, this is like, I feel like this is what you're doing on Tinder. Yeah, like, essentially, yes. You wouldn't, I would not naturally <laughs> go for the person, even just on a, on a platonic level, the person who dropped their hot dog and left it on the ground for 30 to, 30 to 45 seconds, which feels like a very big difference to me. Yeah. Uh, if we were to stop talking completely for 30 seconds, it would be unbearable. And if we added 15 more seconds to that, you would turn off the show or you would think your phone had died or something was wrong with it. Yeah, like what do you think so, about that, listener? That was like 10 seconds and it felt like a lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, listen, we're going to have to cut you off because that was way too long. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I would not go over that person. But this person sees that, gets to ask for the gummy worm. It's like, I'm this something's going on with this person. I want to know them more. Yeah. I want more of this person in my life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Run towards a... the danger. That's, <laughs> that's the mood. <laughs> hey, I mean, if it's platonic, you're just saying let's be friends, you can still have an experience. You can still do the the whole... Let's let's find some some randos and expand my horizons <laughs> thing on a platonic level, and I appreciate it. <laughs> or you could fuck. Or you could also fuck. I mean, just a thought. This guy, uh, this guy's good with a hot dog. So that that probably means well, he's actually, actually not pretty bad with a hot. He dog. let the wind blow his hot dog out of his hand. Oh, I don't know what that means. You might have to. I don't know. Practice, watch some tutorials or something. This is gonna uh, get messy again. Is this is just a friendship? So maybe that's not a concern. But I don't know. I don't know. Every friendship is different. <laughs> um, you know what? Oh, I dropped oh, my, my whole laptop. Oh my god! Hey, I don't know what's going on in here. I think it, the I San made Francisco a ghost wind blew your laptop over. Oh, my God. Anyway, we're okay. <laughs> hey, you know what? That's actually a great sign. Uh, we got another misconnection for you at the end of this, so stick around. But Stick around. In the meantime. In the meantime. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Yeah, you. Uh, if you like the show, you know what to do. You know what I'm going to say. But I'm going to say it anyway. Go ahead and consider leaving a rating and review in the Apple Podcast app because that is the most helpful thing you can do to help us get found when people read podcast reviews that seem very positive uh it's a good thing it's a good thing make someone listen to that podcast studies show that people reading positive descriptions of something make them more likely to think of that thing as positive and maybe give it a try yeah did you know that that's science I didn't either. So go ahead and tell someone about the show if you like it so much. <laughs> I don't know why I got aggressive. If you like it so much, why don't if you, you go like tell it so someone? Much. Uh, yeah, just tell a friend, even if you're not going to leave a rating, because that's a lot of work. I get it. A lot of extra steps. We put the link, uh, you know, or just right there for you. Uh, but, you know, tell a friend. Tell a friend. Find someone. Yell at the open window. I love Craigslistential Crisis, and I don't care who knows it. Uh, that would be helpful, too, if you could do that. But also, if you could spell it out so people can find it easier, that would be... That'd be great. If you have uh, also, a, your own misconnection. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you go. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, if, you, <laughs> if you have your own misconnection uh, that you found on the internet and you want to uh, have us read, or if you have a story about a misconnection, we'd love to hear it. Go ahead and shoot us an email at craigcrypod at gmail.com. That's C-R-A-I-G-C-R-I-Pod at gmail.com. We'd love to read about it. You can also send it to us on any of our social media. We've got an Instagram, Craig's Essential Crisis. We've got a Twitter, also Craig's Essential Crisis. We've got a Facebook. It's Craig's Essential Crisis. You guessed it. Uh, so feel free guessed to contact it. us any of those places. Uh, we'd also like to thank our friend Rosie Sherman, who recorded our theme song. Go check her out on Instagram at Hey Shermie. She makes cute little comics and great music. Um, yeah. And if you have a story of your own, you want to send us a personal ad, or just drop something else into our email that can't fit in an Instagram message, uh, our email is craigcrypod at gmail.com. That's C-R-A-I-G-C-R-I-Pod at gmail.com. Did you black out? I, I said that already. <laughs> and 
Uh, I also want to thank the incredible Rosie Sherman. I think I'm just like so concerned about the fact that I dropped this fucking computer. It's my whole life, and it just crashed to the ground, and I'm still a little shaken. So that's why I was trying to take the pressure off of you by finishing that up. But instead, you hey. just got so nervous you did it again. <laughs> I did. Hey, hey, we yeah. should end this, but we're gonna end it a little bit differently. Normally, we like to send you off with a misconnection. I. Uh, want to do a little bit of shopping because Craigslist isn't just for misconnections. Mm -hmm. People buy things. People give things away. So we are going to do a little bit of shopping around. I I found this one in the free section of Craigslist and uh, I want you to give that a read. Feel free to describe the image. It won't need much description. (laughs) Uh, I think you'll find the the body Mm. does, does enough. Great. Okay. Karen the Demon Chicken. Gone. Karen has found a new home to haunt. Do you wake up each morning intent on causing everyone around you undue stress while they go about their daily business? Do you scream at anyone within a six-foot radius? Do you vehemently defend your irrational actions? You might be Karen's soulmate. Karen is a two-year-old Easter egger leghorn cross that I lovingly hatched from an egg and hand-raised. She's mostly white with occasional black flecks. Despite my best efforts, patience, kindness, and chicken lady mojo, Karen is a lost cause. The signs were there, even when she was a ball of fluff, but my better nature did not recognize them until it was too late. Karen has earned her name. She will loudly tell you exactly what your transgressions are in her best let-me-talk-to-the-manager voice. She's a great layer and can lay lovely white eggs nearly daily as long as you collect eggs religiously. Otherwise, she morphs into a broody, half-feathered, ill-tempered demon spawn, squatting on your eggs and defending them with zealous hatred. This chicken will not back down. She does not take prisoners. She will come for you, and you'd best be ready to throw down because she was born to fight you. This is not an exaggeration. This chicken wants blood. Touch her, and she will scream at best, but take a chunk of your finger more likely. God help you if you try to take a clutch of eggs she's decided to sit on. Karen does not suffer fools and will peck the combs of her fellow flock mates bloody to establish her dominance. She is small, but she wakes each morning and chooses violence. If you have a flock of larger chickens, she might respect their pecking order. She might also cause chaos. I am offering Karen to anyone brave enough to take this she-devil and exercise whatever hell spawn has possessed her. Add her to your flock if you dare. Make her Sunday dinner. Oh, your choice. I suggest you bring a sturdy crate to transport her, holy water or salt to keep whatever demonic forces drive her insanity at bay, and perhaps a priest if you wish to dance with this devil. Really, (laughs) this is just another example of how great copy can sell anything. (laughs) Oh my god, like, don't you kind of want this chicken? I kind of do, but I absolutely don't. The chicken looks literally exactly as described. She looks looks pissed. Uh, well... If anyone is in the market for a chicken, you know where to go. Meh. She's gone. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Tom Bigelow. I'm Sarah Thompson. This has been Craig's Essential Crisis. Uh, Don't don't drop your computers. I don't recommend it. (laughs) 